Bailey to host the pre-W Smith show. And that's what you are listening to now on 760 WJR. All right, that is what you're listening to now. Jeff, Mark, Kristen, Brian, listen, guys. We, uh, we opened our show this morning talking about this really unfortunate shooting on the set in which a person was killed and another injured. Alec Baldwin, of course, formally charged now with involuntary manslaughter in the fatal shooting on the set of the movie Rust back in 2021. You know, a sad story by any measure, obviously. But more than that, beyond that, we've got huge gun control issues in this country right now. We all know that. And let me just say, leading this segment off, I'm a huge proponent of instituting reasonable, safer gun control laws and measures that do protect people and, to the best of our efforts, keep the guns out of the hands of the bad guys. Now, with that being said, this isn't one of these common stories. This has nothing to do with sport. This has nothing to do with the gun getting in the hands of a bad guy. This has nothing to do with any laws that we would institute. This has to do with clearly being irresponsible in the handling of these guns on the set. Now, the question is, who's irresponsibility? Now, I'm not a huge Alec Baldwin fan. Frankly, I couldn't tell you three movies he starred in. I mean, I, but I will tell you this raises, this is a different kind of issue. This is a different kind of issue. He's on the set with someone known as the director directing him. He's paid to act out the role. He's paid to accept the props and so on that are handed to him to act out that role. He's told the way to do it and so on and so on. It raises a lot of questions. And so we asked you, we wanted to go to our audience and and poll the audience and say, do you feel he's really responsible? Should he be charged? Of course, he was the one holding the gun. He's the one that pulled the trigger. So he claims he didn't pull the trigger, but I get your point. Right. Let's let's assume that that would be a huge differentiator in this case. Good point, Kristen. If he didn't, obviously the rest is moot. But until he proves otherwise, it appears as though he was the one that pulled the trigger. So the question is, should he be charged? Under these circumstances, these unique circumstances, the director telling him what to do and how to do it, following the script, picking up the prop that he's handed that someone else has paid on the set during the production to handle. There's a paid person there responsible for handling the props. In fact, that paid person has already pled in a plea bargain to accept a lesser charge here. That person was supposed to check the guns, make sure they were not loaded with live ammo. They were supposed to be stored properly. Apparently, they were stored in a church overnight, conceivably or possibly. The public had access or somebody had access to the guns. They weren't under lock and key. Clearly, as I said, a lot of irresponsibility here. The question is, who's responsible? Is Alec Baldwin responsible? Kristen, we have some uh, responses on the text line. By the way, it's 800-859-0957. What are our listeners saying about this? Yeah, Tim from Dearborn says, if it was anyone but a famous actor, they'd already be in prison. Try shooting somebody even by accident and see how fast you end up in prison. And on the face of it, how can you argue with that? Yeah, right? Absolutely. However, I'm going to underscore again. And again, I'm not taking a position here. We're just looking at this and trying to be objective and ultimately trying to be fair in whatever outcome happens to be the outcome. So the question is this. It was Tim. That was the gentleman's name, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tim. Tim. Tim is absolutely right, generally. But in this circumstance, again, the unique circumstances of being on the set, the director telling him what to do, 
He's following a script that tells him to point the gun and pull the trigger now. He's handed by the person responsible for checking the gun, making sure it's responsibly handed, that it's safe, and so on. Does this make a difference? You know, is there a difference? Yeah, good. Thank you. Is there a difference? Yeah. I mean, and here's the other question. Why are they using real bullets? Why can't they use real bullets? Uh, (laughs) And Mark, exactly, real guns. well, Well, now, that question... While the absolutely right one to ask generally going forward, it has no relevancy in, well, it may have some relevancy depending on how the defense is positioned, its argument. But in general, in this case, the gun was loaded and it was a real gun and there was real ammo on the set. I absolutely agree with you guys. You kind of asked, begs the question, what in the world are we doing with real guns on the set and real live ammo on the set? I, I don't understand that at all. So two people just texted in and they made very good points. One was Alec Baldwin is actually the producer of the film. Oh, a producer. So, yes, not the director, but the producer. But yes, keep going. That's interesting. No. So Alec not only was the actor, but he was also the producer of the film. And second of all, he wasn't supposed to point it at her. Right. Those are both really strong points. I mean, really, really strong points. If you're the producer, you're basically the manager over who you hire, who does what, you know, all you pull all the pieces together, including the funding and everything else that might make him that much more responsible. Good point. Did we have another? Who was that, by the way, Kristen? Uh, they didn't. They didn't. Say. Oh, they didn't say they just sent them. Yeah. Out. OK. Yeah. And, and you said there was another. Yeah. So somebody just said he is responsible. Whoever fires the gun is responsible to check it before firing. OK. I mean, that's the law, right? Yeah, it's, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Very, very interesting stuff. All right, listen, uh, we could go on and on about that one. It uh, Certainly on the heels, on the back end of this, some, there will be better circumstances ahead, but so unfortunate, obviously, that those better circumstances come as they seem to very often come on the heels of a tragedy for all involved. Okay, heading to the Paul W. Show in the next hour, we've got Ann Thomas standing by. Ann, good morning. Well, good morning. You know, I sent a text yesterday to Alan Dershowitz trying to get him on today because Paul had been asking if we could get him on about this issue, this story, because I just think you could go on and on talking about it. It's fascinating. It is. Uh, Unfortunately, he's out in California. And, you know, that would be kind of early for him to get up and <laughs> or, do the Paul or, W. Smith or show. Late, or late, depending on how you look at it, if you're out in California. <laughs> right. Well, right. there's that. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe you could just stay up all night exactly. and come on with us. Right. First thing, you know. Right. So I just think that story is going to keep on keeping on. It's a very interesting story. The other thing, real quick, we're going to be talking to the former Michigan governor, Rick Snyder, today. You know, he started that new cybersecurity firm. Sensei. Yes. And he's going to be giving some great advice about how to stop a cyber attack or keep from getting one with regard to your business. Because I know, Jeff, that's a big concern of yours. Huge issue. No one better to hear yes, from big issue. than the nerd himself, Governor Rick <laughs> Snyder. He's the best. He knows what he's talking about, he right? He does, indeed. Yes. Yes, he does. All right, great. We're looking forward to that. So uh, we'll sign off here on the Pre-W Smith Show and hand it over to you guys in the next hour. Looking forward to it. You know we'll be tuned in to hear from Rick Snyder and others on the Paul W. Show coming up next right here on WJR.